Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I just counted them up. Wednesday, I made a two-hour video giving you 33 reasons why you should come to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. Thirty years ago, God began giving me prophecies saying that one day He's going to use me to win thousands upon thousands of souls to His kingdom, including an audible voice, a vision, a dream, six prophetic words, 33 in all, and I believe that I have been directed to organize a meeting to release sevenfold miracles. We're asking those who believe in the warning given to Dimitri Dudeman that America is the mystery Babylon, willing to sow a key of David's seed, commit to a three-day consecutive fast, and believe in the end times to come to this crusade. During this crusade, we're asking people to walk the steps of Moses by observing Passover, unleavened bread, first fruits, which is April 19 to 22. We believe that once we have fasted, sown the key of David, and opened the doors and followed the steps of Moses, God is going to release the sevenfold miracles like no person or angel in human history has ever seen. If you want to attend, register at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. There are only 500 seats available. We expect to have several thousand wanting to come. That's sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Register while there are still seats available. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. If you've been listening to the Prophecy Club for a while, you've probably heard me quote some amazing prophecies, and you probably thought, man, I'd like to have a copy of those prophecies. I put together my selection of the most quoted speakers we've had at the Prophecy Club, and by getting this offer, you will have the most important information from 25 years, 160 guest speakers that have made 330 DVDs, in my opinion. It's called Stan's Quote Material. The first one is The Storm Judgment Revival. You've heard me say Shane Warren many times. Revelations for the Midnight Hour, Maurice Scalar. I Saw the Dollar Dead, Daniel Davis. The End of Times, Augusto Perez. Will You Survive America's Fall, Doug Metzger. Catastrophe Meteor Tsunami Earthquake, Ephraim Rodriguez. Meteor Destruction of America by me. And the most important one, Wake Up America by Dimitri Dudeman, and a book called Prophecies of the Fall of America. That's nine DVDs, one book, valued $280 for a gift of just $75. That's right, $280 worth of material, nine DVDs in a book for $75. And it's called Stan's Quote Material. You get it at prophecyclub.com. Stan's Quote material. I would even say Stan's favorite quote material. You want the best information? You get this offer. Stan's quote material. Nine DVDs and a book. $280 value for $75. Prophecyclub.com. Now we're going to listen to one of them, The End of Times by Augusto Perez. The Antichrist and then the Son of Righteousness will appear to take back the earth from its usurpers. At that time, hell will break loose upon the earth as shown in the book of Revelation with the seven seals, seven trumpets, seven vials of wrath. So we need to get ready as the day of reckoning is at hand. I was praying not too long ago and, and the Spirit of the Lord began to speak to me. And this is what he told me, that he is coming back to take the earth back from the usurpers. That's exactly the word to use, usurpers, because it don't belong to them. The Lord has bought it the title deed to the earth. But we as the church, born-again believers, spirit-filled church, we have the authority. It belongs to us now because we, of course, Adam gave it to, gave it away, right, to, 
to Satan by deception. So the Lord had to purchase it back, our redemption and the redemption of our planet. So this planet, when he comes back, he's going to take it back from the usurpers. And that is why in the book of Revelation it says, I'm going to destroy them that destroy the earth. (laughs) I'm telling you, (laughs) the things that are going to happen to these people, I I would not want to be in their shoes. They're going to be burned up like chaff. Anything that's got darkness in it is going to be burned up like chaff. It's going to be horrific. Horrific. 2006, I saw the empty grocery shelves. Now, back in 2006, still people would not believe that w- that could happen. It was impossible, right? I mean, country like the United States. I would share this with some people, and they would tell me, Augusto, come on. This is America. This will never happen here. Well, have you read the news lately? What happened started actually a year, maybe a couple of years ago. The breadbaskets of the world, the entire world, have been hit and hit hard. It has either been burnt, frozen, drought, or flooded. And so the breadbaskets of the earth have been decimated. Whereas now, for the first time in a long, long time, probably ever, there is no excess of grain in this country. There is no excess of grain in Russia. There is no excess of rice in the eastern nations. The floods and all these un- terrible cataclysms have decimated their harvests. So basically, we are eating now the good harvests of a year, two years ago, maybe three years ago. When that is gone, it's over, baby, because the, the, the weather has become chaotic. Farmers cannot depend on the cycles of seed and harvest anymore. It doesn't work. It doesn't operate like that anymore. The cattle ranchers probably here in Texas, you know, they're running out of to feed the, 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 the cows. So they have to sell it. So the beef, now you're seeing a good price because of the XX kill. The prices have gone down. You're going to see prices it maybe go up dramatically because there has been an excess overkill now of cattle. And so they, don't, they cannot feed them all because of the horrendous drought. And so I saw this in 06. I saw the aisles in the grocery shelves. They were empty of food. Now, I was in the, in the supermarket buying groceries, and I, I looked at the shelves, and they were empty. Now, there were other items, you know, cleaning, washing liquids, and clothing, and appliances, and things like that. But the food and water, they were gone. So back then, I interpreted this as meaning that there will be a food shortage coming to America and the whole world in the future. And I said back then, I don't know what would trigger this, perhaps an economic crisis, a terrorist attack, natural catastrophes, or all of the above. But it will cause a shortage of food in this nation and mass starvation in many other countries. God's people need to prepare accordingly and take the necessary measures. Okay? Like they say, a word to the wise. In the book of Acts, Chapter 11, 27, 28 says, And in those days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch, and there stood up one of them named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should be a great famine throughout the entire world, which came to pass in the days of Claudius Ziza. In Matthew 24, 7, one of the signs that the Lord Yeshua gave, Jesus Christ, was, For nations shall rise against nation, kingdom against kingdom, And there shall be famines, pestilences, and earthquakes 
in diverse places. All these are the beginning of sorrows. People, it's getting close now. A couple of years ago, in, in 2011, the Lord spoke to me about a nuclear attack on, the, on this country. Most of the major cities are going to be hit, like I was sharing before. It was very late at night. I was very tired. I was getting ready to retire when suddenly I felt the presence of God. And then I heard a very familiar voice that I've learned to recognize and love say to me, Russia will do a nuclear attack. There will be a nuclear attack on the United States. What this meant to me back then was a decision at that time was made by Russia to use nuclear weapons to attack the U.S. at a predetermined time. The option has always been on the table. But I believe that the decision has now been made. This is never a pleasant topic to discuss or talk about. I have learned to love this country over the years. I came here back in 1963. I was married here, studied here, was converted here, minister here, pastor here. This was the country that opened its arms to me when I left Cuba with my parents at an early age. It's a country of love. It hurts to talk about these things, but it's going to happen. Have you been noticing what's been going on in the last couple of years, especially last year? The submarines that have been spotted on the East Coast, on the Gulf, the bombers on the West Coast. Those things are not a coincidence. There's a reason why those things are happening now, and those things had never happened before. How many of you remember what happened in 2011? I think it was the late 2011. The missile that they saw in the West Coast, they didn't know who fired it. China fired it. These things had never happened before. It happened now. And so this whole big hoopaloo now with uh, guns, I'm not going to say a lot about it, but I'm going to tell you something. And I'm going to share this probably in the, a bit later in the program, what the Lord showed me. Do you know that China just recently told the U.S. government they better take the weapons out of the American people's hands? The Chinese did that. Now, why would the Chinese government be interested in the people of America not having guns? That's all I'm going to say. You connect the dots. This country has turned its back on the creator of the universe and redeemer. His name is forbidden to be spoken in public schools. The White House, Congress, the Supreme Court, and every branch of government. Now the military cannot even receive Bibles, but they can receive the Koran. They cannot be told about Jesus and the gospel, but they, it's okay to practice sodomy, bestiality, and all these other things. It doesn't take a brilliant person. It doesn't take a pr- person with a PhD to add two and two and come up with four. Why would any government want its military degraded? Corrupted, demoralized. Why? What is the purpose of it? What, what good can come from it? The guard of a nation, but the nation def- depends on for defense. Why would they want to demoralize it and corrode it and corrupt it? Destroy it. Why? Unless there is a bigger agenda by the same people that I told you about before, that this nation has to be taken out of the way so that the new world order can Come in. This is what's going on right now. This is what's going on. You can wrap it any way you want it. You can package it any way you want it. That is the bottom line. Whatever else people want to say, fine. I don't care what it is. The bottom line is that is the, the target. Why would generals in this nation commit stupid stuff that they are taken down, baited? Not just one. We're talking dozens The figure goes much higher than that, but I don't have the facts or data, so I don't want to say things that 
that I cannot back up. The numbers are there. Why? At a time such as this, why? Does that tell you something? Now, this nation has turned to idols, to be made, uh, idols made of stone, wood, metal, placed them in public places. Look what they put in uh, Denver, Colorado. Now they not only have the horse with a black, with a red eyes, which is demonic. How many of you been to Denver? It's one of the most demonic airports I've ever seen in my life. Those murals, the Lord have mercy. Now they put another statue there, which is uh, Anubis, no? Anubis, I think it's called. Why would they put this such an ungodly Egyptian <laughs> statue at that airport? It doesn't make sense, does it? A nation has aborted millions of innocent babies and trafficked with the lives of countless children, selling them for pornographic purposes. I'm going to tell you something, people. A nation that allows this type of thing is touching the very heart of the Almighty. That is why Jesus himself said, He that toucheth one of these little ones, or harms one of these little ones, it would be better for him to never have been born. It's a serious thing these people are playing with. They have distorted God's creation to something more to their liking, like GMOs, genetically modified organisms. Because God didn't make a good job. They're making it better. Manipulating human, human, animal, and plant DNA, thus disrupting the precious blueprint of God. Because they're wiser than Him. Because they think that they're smarter than Him. Because they think they can do better. And this has always been the argument of the devil. I have a better way. I have a better way. Women burning themselves with women. Men with men doing that which is shameful. Changing the truth of God into a lie. Worshipping and serving the creature more than the creator. There is only one way this nation can be saved. It's not going to be by change of government. It's not going to be by a change of leadership. It's going to take a change in the heart of the nation. To repent and go back to God. There are still many good people in this country. But if this nation does not repent and turn back to God, the only thing left to do is for the judgment of God to fall. And it will fall. If the church will repent and intercede on behalf of this nation, the judgments will be lessened, will not be as severe and devastating. But let's hope that the church in America is able to wake up in time and be the salt and light that it was ordained to be. And of course, there's the scriptures. For the wrath of God is revealed, Romans 1, 18 through 32. The wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them. For God has showed it unto them. For the invisible things of Him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, even His eternal power and deity so that they are without excuse. Because when they knew God, they glorified Him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools, and changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made like corruptible men, to birds, four-footed beasts, and creeping things. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the Creator, who is blessed forever. Amen. 
For this God, for this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another. Men with men, working that which is shameful, and receiving in themselves the recompense of their error, which was fitting. And even that, they did not like to retain God in their knowledge. God gave them over to a reprobate mind, to do those things which are not proper, being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, debate, deceit, malignity, whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, despiteful, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents without understanding, covenant breakers, without natural affection, implacable, unmerciful, who knowing the judgment of God, that they who commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. That means they approve it, they condone it, they allow it. It's their lifestyle. They have a right. They have a right to be married. Let's legalize same-sex marriage. They have a right. They're just as guilty people. Politically correctness will not do in the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. I'm going to go to a topic now that we are in the middle of it right now, probably. It's getting ready to take place. This happened back in January 29, 2009. I had returned from a trip to Cuba, and I was not feeling well that night. Went to bed early. During that night, the Lord began to speak to me and said three times. I mean, He spoke to me about many things which I didn't share in this uh, presentation. He said to me three times, very clearly, they have planned a super devaluation to bury the dollar. When that happened, I didn't understand what the Lord meant by the term super devaluation. I'm not an economist. I'm not a, a financial expert or anything like that. So I asked a pastor friend of mine who I was staying with if he knew someone that I could talk to about what the Lord had shown me. He got on the phone and called a brother in the, in the church that had knowledge of financial matters, and he arranged the meetings. The man told me when we had the meeting that it will probably be much worse than the currency devaluation of Argentina, which happened uh, some years ago. He said uh, it would be more similar to the currency devaluation that took place in Germany and Russia. That's what super devaluation means. The Lord also showed me some revivals that are going to take place. He showed me Joe Robbie Stadium being filled and Christians there and many believers coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. There's going to be a super devaluation of the dollar in the very near future. It will be brought about in order to kill it as a national currency and replace it with a new national currency or a new world currency. When this happens, it's going to cause mass panic, confusion, not only here in the U.S., but also in countries abroad. So people need to get out of debt, prepare for this difficult economic times fast coming upon us. And Ezekiel 7.19, it says, They shall cast their silver in the streets, and their gold shall be removed, their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. Now, a lot of people ask me, Brother Augusto, how about gold and silver, all those, all those things? They may be good for a small season, not a long time. It's going to be good enough maybe to get you out of trouble quick. But it, eventually, it's not going to amount to much because people that, uh, when these things happen, there's going to be no food, there's going to be no water. People that have it, 
they don't want gold. Gold uh, is not going to feed them. Silver is not going to feed them. So at first, it may help you. So that is how I feel about that. But anyways, uh, now this topic here is a very, very important topic. I want to share a little bit about it. This happened a couple years ago. I called it the ubiquitous darkness. It's coming. February 25th, 2010. I had an angelic visitation this time. They were very, very unusual. I haven't had these things happen too many times, but they have happened to me. And uh, I was suddenly in the presence of three angels who appeared, started talking to me. One of them said to me with an urgency in his voice, there is a great darkness coming upon the earth. He said this to me three times. Now, remember what I told you before about repetition. When you hear something twice, remember Jesus Christ, Yeshua, always said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, whenever a rabbi in those days repeated something twice, it meant it's important. He repeated it three times. There is a, a great darkness coming upon the earth. I did not understand what he meant by that. I really didn't. One of the three did all the talking. Immediately after, okay, the other two were just standing by. I believe probably they, they may have been just the warrior uh, angels. One of them was a messenger. The same angel began saying to me, after he said, there's a great darkness coming. He said, there is a lot of activity taking place in heaven right now. Again, he said this to me three times. I knew he wanted me to remember it, and it was a confirmation. He did not specify what the darkness that was coming upon the earth was. He didn't say, or what the activity that was going on in heaven was all about. But that's exactly what he said. I have an idea what it is. This is something so important that the Almighty saw it fit to send three messengers to tell me that. That's how important this thing is. After much praying that the Holy Spirit, I was told that the darkness coming on the earth has to do with the arrival of the man of sin, first of all. Consequently, it has to do with the arrival of the Nephilims. I guess some of you know what that is. Or is anyone here that does not know what Nephilims are? Okay, Nephilims are the result of hybrids, uh, are the result of angelic interaction with, uh, with human women that were produced in Genesis chapter 6, the first verses 1 through 6. The Bible doesn't say a lot about it, but if you do your research with other books, which are supposed to be... Uh, a no-no to Christians, but it's, it's mentioned in the Bible. Uh, the book of Enoch talks about it. It's mentioned in the book of Jude, uh, verbatim. It's also mentioned in First Peter, verbatim. And it seems like these early apostles had access to the book of Enoch. So if they had access to it and they had it in the library, I think I should have it too. But that's me. Anyway, each one has to make their own decision about that. I don't recommend it. I don't think you should read it, but I, that, is, that is that. Okay, the arrival of the Nephilims, the arrival of the host of demonic spirits, which are about to be released from the bottomless pit. This great darkness will affect the people in general, especially believers in Jesus Christ. The activity in heaven has to do with the commissioning of releasing of angels for the protection and evacuation of his chosen ones, which are in harm's way. The wrath of God is about to be released upon the planet Earth. I have asked the Holy Spirit for more clarity and revelation on this subject in the days to come. I believe there will be more revelation coming in the days to come. I had a second vision the same year which shed more light on what is coming. 
on this ubiquitous darkness is, okay? Like I told you before, revelation is progressive. With each vision, each dream, each revelation comes more clarity, more definition. It's just like when you're in a car and you're getting closer to a city. You begin to see more signs telling you, Dallas, 150 miles. Then you see another one, Dallas, 80 miles. Then Dallas, 30 miles. And then when you're getting close, you begin to see even more details that you didn't see before. It's the same in the world of dreams and visions. Coming, ubiquitous darkness, November 9th, 2010. Now, in this one, I was sitting quietly in my house. I was looking out the window. The skies were bright. The sun was shining. Everything was relatively calm and normal. Without warning, everything began to get darker. The skies grew darker. The light began to disappear. At first, I thought it was a solar eclipse. But then everything became pitch black. Everything was completely dark. Gross darkness I have never seen before. There were no lights anywhere to be seen. It got so dark I was not even able to see my own hands in front of me. It was a total, all-pervasive darkness could be felt, and it had fallen upon the whole world. Then I heard the word ubiquitous, and I woke up. Ubiquitous. I didn't even know what the word ubiquitous meant when I heard it. I had to look it up. in the, I had to write it down first, and I had to look it up in the dictionary. And that is what the word ubiquitous means, it's all pervasive, everywhere, everywhere. This vision seems to have a double-fold meaning, a spiritual and a natural one. The spiritual interpretation is that a time is coming to planet Earth where a deep, gross spiritual darkness will pervade the whole Earth. The, ver- the word ubiquitous, which I had never heard before, when I looked it up in the Webster's Dictionary, it said all pervasive everywhere. In other words... An all-pervasive darkness will literally take place. I'm going to interrupt the broadcast right there. Thirty years ago, God began to give me prophecies saying that one day he was going to use me to win thousands upon thousands of souls to his kingdom, including an audible voice, a vision, a dream, and six prophetic words. I believe that I've been directed to organize a meeting to release sevenfold miracles. We're asking those who believe in the warning given to Dimitri that America is the mystery Babylon, willing to sow a key of David's seed, willing to commit to a three-day consecutive fast, and believe we are in the last days to come to this crusade. During this crusade, we're asking people to walk the steps of Moses by observing Passover, Unleavened Bread, and First Fruits, which is April 19 through 22. We believe that once we have fasted, sown the key of David, opened the doors, and followed the steps of Moses, God is going to release the sevenfold miracles like no person or angel in history has ever seen. If you want to attend, register at sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. There are only 500 seats available. We expect to have several thousand wanting to come. That's sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Register while there are still seats available. sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. I just posted a 16-page newsletter, our largest and most important newsletter in 25 years. It gives you in writing all the prophecies, dreams, visions, and audible voices I've received over the last 30 years telling me to organize this sevenfold miracle crusade. It'll put you in tears. Frankly, it'll put you in tears. You can download it for free at prophecyclub.com, prophecyclub.com. In 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation just as a simple project. Surprisingly, I began to receive information on 30 revelations and two visions beyond what is found in the Bible. 
God showed me a secret door, which is based upon a single word found in Revelation and Leviticus, linking the feasts to the prophecies. When linked, a person enters into an understanding of Bible prophecy not previously known. Even though I've been in the world of Bible prophecy for 40 years, frankly, I did not know anything of what is in this book. One prophetic word described it this way. There is a lock that I have put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open to you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Topics are Jesus returns on what feast? The secret of the feasts. Who are the two witnesses? What is the morning star? The judgment seat explained. The great white throne explained. The nations explained. What is the shout? And the parables explained. Seals, trumpets, and vials go in what water? Two amazing prophecy charts on the back flap, 12 inches by 9 inches. Imagine a book on prophecy that brings a fresh, new, accurate perspective. I don't want you to get one book for $20. I want you to get five books for $30 or 10 for $55. It's called The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Available at prophecyclub.com. The Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. One for 20 No, no, no. Don't do that. You want to get five for 30 or the best deal, 10 for 55 prophecyclub.com.